Yes. Okay. Yes. J. Mark 33, verse 3. Oh, 33, verse 3. What's wrong with this phone? Let me check my Bible and be sure. 33, verse 3. Okay, I'll wait for you. Yeah, go ahead. You said 33 and 3. Yeah. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you don't know. Yeah. Call on to me. I'll doubt there. Amplify said. Amen. Jeremiah 33 3. This is the amplified version. Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things, fenced in and hidden, which you do not know, do not distinguish and re, re- recognize. I'm sorry. Do not distinguish and recognize have knowledge and of understanding wow amen now let's read our last scripture then we 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 we, we i explain something deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 29 deuteronomy it's in the old testament the fourth book of the bible 29 29 deuteronomy deuteronomy when you say deuteronomy Twenty-nine is twenty-nine. Say that, babe. Say that one more time. Deuteronomy twenty-nine, twenty-nine. Deuteronomy twenty-nine, twenty-nine. Okay. So mine says, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever. Wait, hold on, read this again. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may follow all the words of this law. Yeah. Uh, um, amplify version. Amen. Deuteronomy 29, 29. And this is the Amplified version. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but the things which are revealed belong to us and to do our children forever. I'm sorry, into our children forever. That we may do all of the words of this law. Amen. So first of all, in Jeremiah, he says that when you call unto me, I will answer. And I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. Things that have been hidden. You know, 
the King James says, from the foundation of the world. Men, there, are, there are a lot of things we don't know. Many, many great things that have been hidden. Even including our own destiny. We don't even know our own destiny. So in First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, the Bible says, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things God has prepared for those who love him. There are things God has even prepared just to give to people who love him that nobody's eyes have seen it before. Nobody's ear have heard it. You know, there are many, many great things that we do not know. Oh, that when you begin to explore God, like the astronauts explore space, you will discover. If you take even just earth, eh? you know, I'm saying this to give credit to, you know, my friend, you know, the prophet Elvin. When I was with him, he made a statement. He said to me, in the prophetic, you know, when he started having prophetic dreams and visions, he said in his dream, the first time he realized that dreams were not just dreams, but they were prophetic, is when he saw an angel in his dream. And the angel took him somewhere, and the angel showed him some things. And he, he asked the angel, can I see these things again tomorrow can we meet the same time where we met and he, this is him talking to the angel in his dream he asked the angel can i meet you again at this time in this place and for you to take me back to where you took me to and show me the things you the angel said yes why not and so he woke up you know we we played we drank tea we whatever then he went back to sleep and he said when he slept he went to that same place and the angel came there and met him and took him again to where he took him and showed him some things, you know. And then when he was leaving, he asked the angel again, can we do it for the last time? The angel said, yes, anytime at all you want. He woke up as a normal human being like us. We played together, you know. Then he went to sleep again. Then the angel came and took him and started showing him things. And he said, ah, from that moment, he realized that ah, when his dream is not just a dream, but dreams are actually the realms of the spirit. And then he said to me, and this is him talking to me, and he told me, Isaac, I can prophesy, right? But one of the things I discovered in my dream, he called it the dream work, is that prophecy is beyond just mentioning people's names and their phone numbers and, you know, describing things about them he said there are a lot of things that we don't know and he said when god and god sent that angel to him and started showing him things he began to lose even interest in mentioning people's name and you know you, your name is this and that. it's like that's to him that's not the prophetic because he told me that the earth we are in as its own realm this earth as its own realm and the earth realm is so vast there are so many things you can learn about the earth realm how this earth works and operates so he began to go on a journey 
Just like scientists travel to outer space, you know, they believe that it is not just the Earth planet, but there are thousands and millions of planets. So they now go out. Okay, let us go and study that other round planet we are seeing there. It's called Jupiter. How it is, you know, what it is like. And from their research, they discovered that there are some planets that you cannot live there because it rains acid, you know, the temperature there is much higher than the earth realm they are even sent robots as we are talking right now to some planets trying to discover if there is life there whether human beings can go and live there and have water you know and have bananas and all these things like we have it here on this earth that's scientists but when Telvin began to explain to me the realms of the spirit he said ah Isaac man and I tell you I was enjoying those conversations because there are things he talks about. I'm like, wow, that's powerful. And the reason why I believe so much in it is because of two reasons. Number one, when you go to the book of Job chapter 28, those are some of the things Job, God started asking Job. You know, Job was trying to prove, you know, it is believed that Job is the oldest man in the world, you know. And when you study the book of Job 28, eh, there are so many questions God asked Job that Job could not answer. For instance, God asked him, you, you are talking as if you are a wise man. You know a lot. Okay, let me ask you a question. Do you know where darkness comes from? Do you know how I form darkness? Can you tell me where light comes from? Do you know how I formed light? You know, these are some serious questions. He said, oh, okay, the sea. Do you know how I've made it? That's why it cannot go beyond a certain dimension. Like, all this plenty of water cannot cover the earth. It, it comes and it goes back. Do you know how I did it? Do you know the gates are positioned there that it cannot go beyond? You don't know. And so it's like, these are some of the experiences, you know, God began to show my friend and many other things, you know. And... Secondly, because there was another uh, evangelist who was called to be a prophet, also called Kenneth Hagen in America, that Jesus visited seven times physically like you are seeing me and began to teach him things that many people are not privileged to even experience. You understand? And he has a book called I Believe in Visions. I can send you the book. Read it. It's time with jesus and there's so many things jesus taught him but that book really blesses me i read it from for years i've been reading it you know many wonderful things and that's when you realize that ah, really what the bible says about god saying call me and i'll answer you and i'll show you great and mighty things you don't know it is true and remember the other day i was teaching you about born again and jesus spoke to Nicodemus and said, we speak that which we do know. What I'm telling you, I know. But you, you don't know. And Jesus said to Nicodemus, if I'm telling you even things about the earth and you don't believe, you will not believe when I begin to tell you about things in the heavens. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus, the book of John chapter 3. said, if I'm telling you things that even pertains to this earth realm, born again, and you don't, you don't understand, you cannot believe, I find it. Ah, 
when I begin to take you on a journey about the things in the heavens, uh, that are, you are easily like to kill me. Yes, uh, it's not true. And I tell you, my friend, you know, by this time, he doesn't sleep. Oh. He will stay away. If I'm sleepy, he will come and wake me and sit down. Let me tell you today what I experienced when I entered into the realms of the spirit. And you begin to tell me, I met this angel and it's, his name is this. It describes the angel, what the angel is doing. You know, one time he told me about certain angelic beings that the Bible describes in Revelation that they are kept in chains, that God has not released them. And he began to explain to me how they, they look, what they are, and how they've been chained and why they are chained. And some of them, if they are released, the earth will destroy within a few hours because of the level of wickedness they carry. You know, the influence they can bring upon the earth. And he began to explain to me how some of them, you know, they gain power because of the sins people commit here on earth. It's like the more we sin, the more we empower their chains to be broken so that they will come. Because every those demonic entities, they represent a specific type of sin. You know, for instance, when you take homosexuality and lesbianism, it is it was brought by demonic entities. It was demonic angels that introduced these things to you, the human race. You study the book of Genesis, you know. Genesis just gives a brief summary of that experience and how giants were giants were born on the earth but there is another book where people don't even accept it as the part of the bible that sort of describes into details the things that genesis summarizes you know it's like genesis says and kiara built a house but that book says okay this is how kiara built the house she gathered a lot of money from a certain type of job the first thing she did was to buy a land by you know sand and stones and then he went to look for a man called this man and then he gave this man this amount of money to build him you know design the specific structure of the build it's like that book is called the book of enoch you know it describes into details even the angels some of them they are names some of are called some jaza some are called you know Kokabel, you know barakiel different angelic with their names and their functions and whatever it is why am i saying all this all i'm trying to say is that there are many things we don't know we don't know even the bible itself the more you keep reading the more you come into different light of revelation every day just the word of god you understand and anytime the revelation hits you're like oh wow so this is what the bible is saying all this it changes me. I begin to smile and laugh all the time, you know. It blesses me so much. I'm like, wow, yes. Immediately, my sleep is gone. I Look, I tell you, sometimes Satan can make the Bible very boring. We, especially when you go to the Old Testament and try reading, you, you start feeling sleepy. But when the Spirit is there, when the Holy Spirit comes and begins to teach you, whew, you sometimes it looks as if you are watching a movie. It's very beautiful and enjoy. I'm like, wow, yeah, oh, okay. Then the understanding will come. And sometimes you don't even know a scripture, but the Holy Spirit will refer you. It will just drop in your mind. Then when you go and open it, it's like, oh, wow, yeah. Different 
lines of revelation it keeps connecting you to different things and you begin to understand better you know and these things you cannot really come into that place of knowing a lot when you don't spend time adequate time with god and the holy spirit the only thing we have that god wants and satan wants is our time unfortunately because the human race is under a curse. Thank God that the Bible says those that are in Christ Jesus have been delivered from that curse. You know, the systems of the world have been structured in such a way that, okay, from the age you, from the time you are born to the day you die, you should not even make time for God. Just work hard, struggle hard through life so that you spend time on seeking for money and you know, different is that's why when Jesus came, he said, The unbelievers, the Gentiles, who do don't believe in God and don't believe that you should spend time with God, they are the ones that are always worrying about what they will eat, what they will drink, what they will wear. They don't care about the kingdom of God and seeking after kingdom of God. But in Matthew chapter 3 and that, um, 6, that's what Jesus has said. But don't be like them, but rather seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you. You know, but Satan has a way of playing tricks on your mind. And it can actually put fear inside you. That when you begin to seek God, you will go angry. So, you know, don't try to go too far, you know. But I can tell you, God has never lied. He will always provide. There are many stories I can tell you that I've read from of biographies of people who literally did not have anybody to. The people, look, people lived, they sleep when they wake up. Somebody has come to put food in front of their doorpost and they never saw who brought it. It's like magic. How is that possible? Because they've been spending so much time with God praying, seeking the face of God. And, you know, they are so lost with this physical world. Amen. And so there are a lot of things we don't know that we must know. And you must be willing to become angry. I mean, my question to us is, how angry are we for God and for the things of God? How much anger do you have? The same way you are angry for success and to have money. Yeah, babe, please go ahead. No, I didn't know if you were saying angry or hungry. But I got it now. Hungry, you're saying? Yeah, the word H. Okay. H, yeah. U N Y. Yeah. Okay, hungry. Yeah. You got that, Shanice? Forgive me, my accent, and then my try where I come from. Sometimes it's difficult to pronounce the H word. Yeah. Anger, hunger, anger, hunger. I practiced it for a very long time. Still working on it. If in case you listen to this podcast later, please don't laugh at the pastor. Let's continue. Yeah, but, you know, the Holy Ghost has been given to you. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think God gave you the Holy Ghost? Why? Jesus said, I'm going, but I cannot leave you as orphans. I'll send a replacement. Someone who's just like me. 
when he comes, he will begin to show you things. What have you been doing with the Holy Ghost that was given to you? What have you been doing with the Holy Ghost? Including myself. This question goes to all of us. Because I can tell you, the whole of today, somebody has spent time with the Holy Ghost that Ezekiel has visited the person in the person's room. Once you are having conversations with normal human beings, there are people that are having conversations with Elijah and Moses. They are talking about many wonderful stuff. And we are here talking about what? Inferior things like cars, toilets in our rooms, you know, some colorful electrical bulb, cameras. Man! And somebody is literally sitting in his or her room right now having a conversation with Paul, Moses. What are they talking about? Ah, the beauty of heaven. Let, let me tell you something. In case you have forgotten, life here on earth is very short. Look, we will die. And when we die, do you realize that all your hard work would come to an end? All your struggles for all these dollars and whatever, it will, it will end. The world will continue without you. But what will matter is eternity. Jesus said, set your affections on things above. There are things above that we must set our heart on. When you are praying, what do you pray about? Do you pray that God will expose you to things above? Or you are so caught up in this world. And all you, you care about is that God will sort out the problem you have in this world. It's not everybody that will be rich. Let me be honest with you. Or have a certain amount of money that some people are privileged to have. Trillions of dollars. Many people have had faith that I'll become a millionaire and they died never even having $10,000. And these are realities of life. It doesn't stop you from believing though. You know, currently, there are some people who call themselves, like I have a friend I went to Bible school, he calls himself the billionaire prophet. And he said, what God has called him to do is to raise billionaires in the kingdom. I said, hey, Charlie, some people have very specific callings. You got called you to raise billionaires. And so anytime he introduced himself, he chose as the billionaire prophet. And whatsoever you believe, it will happen anyways. You know, whatever you confess, you shall have whatsoever you say. And Jesus said. But is that all there is to life? Yeah. I was asking a question. What is life really about? When, what is life? What exactly is life? Because to you, what life is to you is not what life is to someone. So what is life? Amen. There are many things we don't know. And we are praying that God will help us to begin to know them. Say hallelujah. Put your hand on your head. And your left hand on your heart and pray this prayer. Say, Lord, draw me deep. Draw me deep. 
Draw me deep into you, Lord. Take me deeper. Take me deeper. Deeper more than I've ever been before. Say, Lord, take me deeper. I am tired of going to church on a Sunday and sitting in the church. And all I heard is what the pastor said. What about what you want to say to me personally in my small five, ten minutes and one hour that you want to have with me? Draw me deeper. If I don't have the desire to yearn for deep things, today, oh God, let there be a burden of an, a burning desire. Let this desire so quench that it will not die. Give me a burning desire in my heart for spiritual things. Things that are in the heavens. The things Jesus described that when we, were, we are told we will not believe. Oh, Father, help us. Take me deeper, deeper than I've ever been before. Jesus, hold me close in your embrace. Take me deeper. Oh, Lord, please take us deep. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And so... In my own freight, oh, thank you. Yes, Holy Spirit, thank you for your, thank you. I miss this presence, thank you. Thank you for coming. Yeah, so in my own little, small mindset, let me give you a typical example. Okay, when you hear God, when you hear the word God, what comes into your mind? What picture comes into your mind? Is there a human being sitting somewhere? What really comes into your mind? How big is he? What was his height? What food does he eat? Who is God? Who is He? Eh? Where does He come from? The Bible says, you search and search and search and search. There is no ending to Him. So the Bible describes the 24 elders in heaven and the angels that they keep worshiping him day and night because every every second it reveals another dimension of who he is to them. And it's glorious. They've never seen Worthy are you? Holy are you? Who is God? Who is he? This God is the one that created the world. And unfortunately, whenever the we hear the word the world. All we think about is just the earth. In fact, some people even only know the world to be their immediate country or I mean, surrounding. Some people say the world is made up of 20-something countries. Hey, 200-something countries, sorry. That's the entire continent where we human beings are living. Do you realize that 
the earth is round eh? and some countries are under some part of the roundness of the earth and yet they are not hanging they still work on flat surfaces hmm? hold on let me show you something Can you see this egg? Can you see it? Do you realize that the earth is like this and some people are living under here? And yet, their earth is not like that. They are walking. They are walking exactly as you and I are walking. Eh? Do you see this, this white thing? around the egg i think it might be maybe the poop of one chicken or something i don't know but this white when you check the map of the earth there are countries like that and yet they don't walk sideways like this walking straight who why is it are like you're saying that the countries are underneath, like at the yes, the bottom of it, but they're not walking upside down. Yes. <laughs> what what yeah. what is sustaining them? The guy that made that, what intelligence does he have? Who is he? Where did he come from? How how did he discover that you can make something like? And for your information, according to scientists, they thought okay. The whole world is just the earth. White people, God bless them. Even though they came to steal gold from us, I thank their adventurous desire to always go to places. You know, when you go to the sea, the our beach here, when you go there and stand there and you look straight into the sea, you will see that there is a straight line. You know, many of us think that that's the end of the world. It's like when you go straight. If you like, try it. Go to a beach and look straight. You see that there is a straight line. At the, it's like there is a, an end to the sea. But it's not true. When you get on a boat, the more you keep going, the more you keep... People get on a boat. Let's say they are on a boat on top of this egg or earth. And there is a straight line. You see, that's the end. As they keep coming, they discover, I, I can still go down here. You know? The guy that did that, okay, okay, water. We drink water. We enjoy water. What substance was used to create water? It is so clear, very white, clear. What substance was used to create it? Even the human being, it takes a lot to sustain a human being. Look, if there is a human being without blood, the human being will die. If the human being has blood, the human being doesn't have hair. The human being will die. It can't breathe hair. If the human being has hair but doesn't have food, it will still die. It's a complicated human being. It's like all these things must work together. If you miss one of them, you are dead. 
It is believed that human beings cannot even live for a certain period of time without water. Water is important. Hair with breath is important. The blood in your whatever is important. Your heart that you have, that God created, it has been pumping since you were born. It has never stopped. Which machine is keeping it going? Which machine? Because I know that the car, you need to have fuel and battery. Which battery has kept? Put your hand on your heart right now. Feel it beat. Feel it. Can you feel it beating? Eh? Your eyes. It, 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 the scientists say that there is no camera that can capture the frame of whatever like the eyes. It's like the, the extent to which the eyes can see. There is no camera like that. Like the wideness, the frame. They try to develop the camera according to the eye. Your eye is connected to your heart. They talk to each other. Your heart sees maybe a snake. And then your eye sends a message to your heart. And your heart begins to be fast. Like, bang, 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 bang. This is a snake. This is a danger. This is a... What system, what mechanism is operating all these things? That guy that did it is called God. Who is he? Today, many people worship Mark Zuckerberg for creating Facebook. Facebook. Facebook that can be destroyed. How much more the one that created the world? God. So my question to you is, there is more to this man. He's not even a man. There is more to this spirit being than we know. And he's waiting for us to come to him that he will begin to show us great and mighty things we don't know. Why are you so caught up in this world? And the things in this world. And sometimes you cannot think beyond. Listen. Let me tell you something. It's very important to play your role as a mother and a father to your children. But I can promise you. Those who have died and left their children. You know what I mean? My, my mother died and left me. I'm grown right now. She's not the one that has taken care of me to the age I am right now. You understand? So if the reason why she was alive or what life meant to her was to take care of her children, now that she's dead and gone, so where is that life? Do you understand? My mother died and left Michael. He was about nine months to one year old. Right now, Michael is about 50 or 70 or whatever years old. Hey, it was not my mother that took care of him. She's long gone. It's been so many years now. So what is life about? If it is not to stay here to take care of my children, to make sure they have good education, to make sure they have good clothes and food and shelter, why am I here? 
For what purpose? What, what, what is my destiny about? It seems to me that all the beautiful young children that are born will eventually die and go away. One way or the other, including myself. Where am, where am I going? They say, when I accept Jesus, I'm going to heaven. Have you seen it with your eyes before? Oh, I believe. Hello, guys. Are you guys with me? Probably I'm saying some weird stuff. Let me change the subject and come back to. Yeah, so basically all that I was saying is that there are a lot of things we don't know that we must begin to know, you know. And so God is gradually helping us bit by bit, you know, through Jesus Christ. And, you know, Jesus Christ came to <laughs> review a number of things to us, but not everything. Okay? Not everything. He came to reveal a number of things to us. In fact, then the Bible, the end, I think the ending part of John, the book of John, something says that if they should write the things Jesus taught, or the things he taught, there is no book that can contain. So even they themselves have shortened the message for us. Amen. So we so the Holy Spirit is helping us, you know. Go from one journey to the other. The last thing we learned yesterday was about baptism of water. Now there is another baptism called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The baptism of the Holy Ghost or the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Which is very, very important for us to learn and to know. You know, but because our time is up, I'm going to stop here for today. We'll continue it tomorrow. If you have a question, you can please ask any contribution. You know, we are all here to learn and be blessed. So the floor is open. Shanice, Kiara. So, no, sir, I don't have anything um, on today. Uh, well, I do have one. You said this one was the baptism of the water, right? Yeah, the baptism, water baptism. Okay. Then, Make sure I have that correct. Yeah. So this other one we are coming to learn is the baptism of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. Any question? Kiara, no question. Right. Before we pray, I just want to take an offering. If you feel 
led you know to give an offering i mean right away right now maybe later no problem one dollar two dollar five dollar ten dollar god bless you amen can i pray for us to close these bible studies tomorrow tomorrow we don't have bible study next week wow Lord, we thank you so much for your word. I pray that um, we have uh, been enlightened and that we have come to more of an understanding um, of your word tonight. And I pray that we guard it with our hearts as we have received it and apply it to our lives. I pray that your word just, if it hasn't yet, that it comes to life for us. Um, and that uh, we become, um, our lives become, our actions become um, more like your word, what your word said. <laughs> And we thank you so much for our pastor who has delivered the word. We thank you. We pray that you increase him even the more. And we also pray that uh, you see more people draw people, more souls. And we just pray that your will be done. And we thank you. And we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.